0: Estoy aquí chula, chingona y cabrona, con corazón, con mucho amor, y pues, haciendo una limpia de mi energía. Because today, I'm in search of balance, clarity, and perspective. Today on the show, Aisha's Tale inspired by jasmine sullivan's album hotels i just wanted to do a quick quote from an apple music review of jasmine sullivan's album hotels that i feel like really resonated with this whole process of like creating this episode it says hotels not only highlights the multitudes of many women it suggests the multitudes that can exist within a single woman how virtue and vulnerability thrive next to ravenous desire and indomitability it stands up as a portrait of a woman painted by the brushes of several who is at the end of it all simply doing the best she can trying to love and protect herself despite a world that would prefer she do neither we continue our exploration of hookup culture by taking it a bit more personal. I reflect on the whole of my college dating experience, the role that hookups have played, my celibacy era, and opening myself up to dating experiences again. It, all my but actually, for this episode, my mom and I talked through my rendezvous and whereabouts. This episode is kind of like the playlist of my college dating life. So in addition to Jasmine Sullivan, you'll hear songs by Callie Uchis, Janae Aiko, Aida Gomez, Cristian Nodal, Banda Los Sebastianes de Saul Plata, Low Monlaferte, Mon Laferte, Umi, La Santa Cecilia, and Carol G. I also just want to preface this episode by extending my thanks to them for creating from their heart and inspiring me to do so from mine. Y también muchas gracias a mis amigos, mis padres, and all of the people who have been openly sharing their truth with me, allowing me to stay grounded in mine.
1: Gotta stop getting fucked up. What did I have in my cup? I don't know where
0: so you know like two weeks ago i was shooting my shot i had a crush and i was like it's rough out in these streets so i'm starting a podcast to help figure it out well when i was writing that episode i wasn't exactly in the streets and i hadn't really been in the dating world intentionally for a minute because i was six months into a celibacy era I was so committed to my healing process. I genuinely was not even thinking about having sex with anyone. I wasn't on apps. I wasn't really responding to slides in the DM. I wasn't posting thirst traps. And honestly, it was good for me. It was what I needed. I needed to listen to what my body had been telling me for so long, which was, Bitch, get it together, bitch. I needed to put myself on pause. I was collecting hurt. And i wasn't okay i needed to sit with all of the mileage i had put on this little car and i needed to get my oil changed being the way that i am a person that brings corazón to every experience someone who is fascinated with how to write a good story i think i got really really tired of my own dating story it had the same beginning middle and end it was the same script, just different contexts and different actors. I just got to the point where I just couldn't take it anymore. So instead of continuing, I stopped it completely. By this point, I lost trust in myself. I didn't trust anyone's intention with me. I lost faith in it all. So I opted out of all of it. I said, fuck that. Yeah. No girl like me. I'm coming You know what a bitch got it together and for the first time since I began dating in college I was very much focused on finding my balance again I wanted peace I wanted light I wanted strength I wanted self-love there was a I was in my senora era. Cafecito cada mañana, cooking sopas, having the homies over for a poncho na study sesh. I was happy in my platonic love. It helped me through these past six months of healing. The homies were really there for me in the moments I really needed them. And I made so much progress. I created the strongest boundaries I had ever had. For a time, I didn't even indulge myself in crushes. I literally would go out without the intention of meeting anyone, completely content with just a night out in the town, getting into some bullshit with the
1: besties. All the
0: late night talks, saliendo a bailar, karaoke, tears, car drives, chisma sessions, journaling, jam sessions, it all helped ground me so much. We were creating a space where we could help co-create healing in each other. And as the months went by, it got easier. I started to feel the healing not just in my body, but in my mind. I was healing wounds that I had neglected for years I forced myself to sit with the uncomfortability of being accountable for the pain I had in some part been responsible for putting myself through. At some point, you have to hold yourself accountable for the heartbreak you orchestrate for yourself. At some point, you have to be for real with yourself. You have to be able to look at your life and analyze the patterns that you have and be intentional about wanting to break them. I was trying to let go. Let go of the people who had hurt me and the pain that my unhealthy coping mechanisms added. While I regretted none of my actions and experiences because I learned so much about myself and about other people, there were some difficult truths I had to admit to myself. When I started Con Amor, I felt ready to unpack it all. To be vulnerable and raw, to sit with the messy out in the open, in the hopes that it would not only help heal me, but potentially help other people. I guess I kind of thought that it would be an exploration and reflection on my past experiences to help guide others' current circumstances. But I didn't really see myself as also having current circumstances to really draw from. I had a crush, I made a podcast about it, and after that I was good. I was like, all right, let me remember, I'm firm in my celibacy, and that was a slight detour, but I'm back on my inner peace journey. I wasn't even supposed to be in these streets. I was supposed to be inside where it's warm and safe and easy and peaceful, away from lust and desire and most of all, the risk. In retrospect, I think that crush experience was in a way my attempt at stepping back into the dating arena. Unconsciously or consciously, I was opening myself up to dating again. I allowed myself to entertain the what-ifs, the hope, the excitement, the light of potentially dating that had gone out for me after enduring so much hurt. Hookups are complicated for many reasons. They're a gray area in many ways. Academics can't even decide on a definition of what it is. And despite having a universally acknowledged hookup script that tells us how to move leading up to the hookup, during the hookup, and following the hookup, the reality is that no one hookup is the same as the last. The actors change, the context changes, and we change too. So just how are we supposed to figure this shit out? To try to understand the playing field of what can be considered a hookup. And part of me feels like I let myself down. I crossed boundaries that I had worked months to create. But part of me also enjoyed the experience. And it was probably one of the best hookups I've had. Because it was just so organic and random and just the least thing I was expecting. And I think I surprised myself by enjoying the experience. And I think I was so used to having bad hookups that when I experienced a good hookup, it made me feel conflicted. It left me in this unsettled middle area of, well, what happens now? There was pre-care and aftercare and communication and all of these things that I had been thinking about. The boxes were checked in terms of what a healthy, happy, good mutual hookup needs. I had a great time. I enjoyed it. I trusted my body for the first time in what felt like forever. For the first time in a long time, I just went with it. You guys can probably tell from the past two episodes alone that my personal views on hookups and its associated culture seems to oscillate. At times, I seem to be completely against it, criticizing it for the disposability it seems to curate at its core. At others, I support its unique ability to not only promote agency, but to also get to know yourself better. And honestly, that's the truth. The way there's all of this gray area about not only what a hookup is and the impacts of hookup culture, I'm in a gray area about how I feel about it. There are a lot of things that hookups bring up for me. One of the truths I've had to sit with is that most of my dating life has been what can fall under the category of a hookup. Whether it happened once or a series of times, hookups are what dating in college has consisted of for me. And yes, there were times when I did enjoy my hookups and I was indeed on my hot girl shit. I got to college. It seemed like I was already a little behind. Everyone around seemed to have already had sex or was having sex. Y'all know how the dorms are. And I, well, I did not fall into either of those categories. I had a crush here and there. Nothing really led to anything. And then, well, the biggest cock block of it all occurred, covid And then in the messiness of COVID, I had sex for the first time, and then I kept just having sex. But there was also this whole other side of me that I was ignoring. This other girl's needs that I was silencing. The romantic in me, the person who loves love, the girl who grew up experiencing healthy love from her parents and who saw her parents hold true love for each other. And I think at my core, I didn't want to face the fact that I craved that. Over time, that neglect caught up to me until I felt hollow, until I didn't know what was up from what was down. Having a hookup after a period of intentional healing and celibacy is a mix of emotions. You have this super strong like experience where like you're so elated and euphoric and you feel like you're just this bad bitch like just you fucking got what you wanted you feel hot you feel sexy right like hot girl shit but then there's that moment of (laughs) well it can come maybe like immediately after depending if there's like aftercare or not Aftercare is really important, um, or you know it can come a few days later, or like maybe even months later, but there's this like anxiety that can also come that's in direct contrast to that initial feeling of elation you felt during the hookup, and it's really hard to deal with both of those conflicting emotions and knowing and knowing where you. And in and whether you can engage in hookup culture or whether you can't or like how you even navigate being in the middle I think it's so interesting the way that our generation does hookups because like everything is so backwards like you start at like the most intimate thing and then you kind of work back so like you can spend a whole night with someone and like you know that you're able to have sex like you know you like what your sex is like but you don't know if they want to run an errand with you or, like, if that you could even have a conversation or, like, want to be around each other in the morning at, like, breakfast, but you could spend, like, the entire night in, like, doing the most intimate things with someone. And I think why I have so many complicated emotions about it is because of this unresolved internal tension of being both critical of hookups for me personally and of seeing it as an opportunity to open myself up to new experiences once again after taking the time to heal. I guess I kind of flip-flop between sort of feeling like hookup culture can be really empowering and you have agency and it can be liberating while also holding a lot of these like really difficult feelings of like I've been hurt because of hookups, I've like been Doubting myself because of, you know, my experiences and hookup culture. Part of me feels disappointed in my actions because I feel like I worked so hard on creating boundaries for myself. Boundaries specifically for navigating my dating life where I didn't have any before. And I know that this is a high standard I set for myself. But I said I would not let anyone have sex with me until I knew they were in love with me or just cared about me, would not treat me as disposable because that's what hookups have felt like a lot of the time for me. I think the challenge for me is like whether it's going to continue to be a hookup Mm
2: -hmm.
0: or whether it's going to be something more. I am not coming to this place like I'm fucking have it figured out. Exactly. Like, I am not yeah. perfect. As much as I try yeah. to be perfect, I'm yeah. not. I yeah. fuck up. I'm going to cross yeah. my own boundaries. I'm not a perfect human. And, like, I don't mm-hmm. have it figured out. It is scary to be vulnerable. It is scary to to open myself up to dating again. because But, I just, it's,
2: a, it's, a, but it's also okay.
0: It's also okay. Yeah. But yeah. I'm scared. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't trust myself to make yeah. the decisions.
2: Well, it is,
0: it's, and
2: I it's think... not. It's not just trusting yourself. It's just trusting others too, because because it is. It's it's, it's difficult. How you are gonna know who is really? I know you. It's not like you really want hookups, because that's the reality. You do not want. You want romance. You want somebody to care for you, and. But like I always told you, there will be somebody, it might show up as a hooker first, and it might change into something more, more serious. But I guess the only way you're going to know is just letting yourselves to be vulnerable. Just, just you know, I, I think if, if, if you guys plan to see each other again, who is going to know that
0: this might change into something more serious? I know. I just... And, I'm just yeah, and, so... I'm just so... I have so many walls up. I'm just so scared to just go with it. Because, like, yeah. I'm so used to the cycle Yeah. of it not leading to anything. Yeah. And me feeling used and disposed of and... Yeah. That I just, I, I almost feel like sometimes, like, just having one hookup is easier than, like, having, than it, like, than it, like, because if you just have one hookup, it stays in as that experience, yeah, right. yeah. you yeah. know, and yeah. you can separate yourself. But then yeah. once you get, and, and I just, I think I tried so hard to do it right for myself this yeah. time around. You know, yeah. I really wanted to change the formula that yeah. that mm-hmm. I I had been engaging in—the hookup formula yeah. of you meet, you hook up, mm-hmm. you, hook up mm-hmm. you hook up, you yeah. hook up, you hook up, yeah—and then it doesn't go anywhere.
2: In your brain, try to think that that okay, this is. It's a try trial. If it doesn't work, then it's not it's it unconsciously you still need to prepare yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? You still need to prepare and I think and I think it's never gonna be a perfect way to prepare yourself. You're gonna see what the other person says too. And and it's okay to feel insecure. And it's you know, you have reasons to be this way because all you have done, all you, the hookah or the people that you have, it just, they give you so many signs, almost like, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be like, yeah, it's something good. And then in the end, it doesn't work. So... So you just kind of have to throw yourself
0: again. You know, how I move forward is like, you know, I can't just stay inside. Like, I can't just be in this like shell trying to like protect myself and protect my heart. Because like at the end of the day, like, you know, life is about taking risks. Life is about being open. Life is about bringing corazón to every experience and to just fucking do it. Right. Like you just have to go with it sometimes. And just going with it is fucking scary because like you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. You can't plan for it.
2: That doesn't mean that you're not gonna try, that you're not gonna continue. I think you did your time because you also because also have sex is a part of you know, of releasing all your stress and, and things and yeah of course love is in there but you're gonna have to learn to separate sometimes love from the from you know.
0: From the other side. I just feel like I compromised some internal integrity that I had. I had, like, built so long. I had, you know, I would worked six months to, like, be like, I'm not going to have a hookup. And okay, then fine, I did fine. the complete opposite. But I also feel like it was good and it didn't feel i didn't feel disposable you didn't feel, as
2: use. you didn't feel like it was something like you know it's like yeah like disposable yeah.
0: like you said i don't well i didn't even expect anything to happen first off it just okay. fucking happened okay. And... okay
2: then 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 don't i think you have to change the way of thinking and you can't tell yourself i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do this i, I you know it's like I think... it's like
0: you know what i don't think i've forgiven myself for the decisions i've made in the past you know i'm learning to trust myself again Mm -hmm. and i think the reason why i even like stopped having sex or like just really dating was because Mm -hmm. i didn't trust myself Uh, you didn't
2: trust yourself yeah or you didn't
0: trust others I, both it was both. both i didn't trust others and i didn't trust myself to know when to let go it's still an ongoing process of like and,
2: and and it's gonna be an ongoing process forever because that's just the way it is you you gotta learn to accept that not always when you say something that is actually what is gonna happen and that doesn't mean that you're wrong or like you're a bad person no life really and especially regarding sex that is something that you're just gonna deal with that through our life and you're gonna feel one way today and a year from now you're gonna feel different about it yeah because it's not in in each person that you get you get to know and of course i think uh, to me i feel that it's a good idea just to not be going and having sex with one guy today next week when another one the week after i think it make it too it's too confusing
0: i don't Even think i can your do that soul. absolutely eh? not i definitely cannot do that
2: and and, and i think it's, it's confusing i think it is okay to let yourself not to have sex with anybody for a while i think you're you're i think your body needs to it is. It, it needs to go a process of cleanliness too. Yeah. It's not like, but but a process of freedom of of not because I also feel like sometimes it's sometimes I think to yourself and to our soul and everything. I think it's it's too much toxicity. It's toxic. Just being dealing with one person after another is too confusing. You know, I think if, if you got a second date, go for it. But also go with the expectation that nothing is for sure in this life either. It might be, you know, a date. It might become a date. But you're not going to know unless you continue. And then if it doesn't work, and those, so what? Things are never going to be exactly the way you want. You're going to have to let things sometimes just be spontaneous and something happens, it happens. Life is not perfect, Aisha. I'm fifty-five. Sometimes I still think that I don't know my own self. So you're 21, you're barely finding out about you. You're never gonna know yourself a hundred percent either. Okay? You're human. You're gonna know when you don't want someone to take advantage of you. That right now, you know it. You go into a hookup, that's because you want to. You go to a second time, and then it goes okay. But if you are feeling that there is no connection with this person, and you really want some type of connection, you feel that it's nothing, then you're going to let it go. You're going to just stay away from that person. Because it's not really what you want. Yeah. just going to be like a roller coaster. You're going to be up, and you're going to be down. And most of the time, you're going to be up. But, when you're done, like, judging yourself and saying all these things, like, right now, slowly, you're going to have to get up and pick yourself up.
0: I just have to hey. be open. Yes. and I, You have to be op- open. And I have and to, you. I just have mm-hmm. to trust myself. Trust yourself in what, which way? I think I have to trust myself to not, like, I have to trust myself to not settle mm-hmm. for the same treatment I was receiving. To not go mm-hmm. back into the same cycle because just because I like had a hookup doesn't mean that all the progress I made was like for nothing. Uh huh.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it just yeah. means that when I start to see the signs, or ho- or if I don't see signs, like I I don't like create those signs in my head like. I don't overthink or overanalyze or Mm -hmm. get Mm -hmm. in my head about it. Like, I just go with it. I just be who I am. I be myself. And if they like me, great. And if they don't like me, they don't like me. And it doesn't move forward. But, like, that's also okay. Like, it's okay for them not to like me. Mm -hmm. It's okay that it doesn't work out. Or it's okay that, like, they do like me. But I have to be open to the possibility of it not going the way that it always goes.
2: Yeah, it an exact
0: it's At some point, I also have to be responsible for the hurt I bring onto myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, mm-hmm. by overanalyzing, yeah. by overthinking, by bringing, by bringing, by not letting go of past experiences. At some point, I create my own hurt. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I have to be courageous again. But I think it's time for me to just let let the past hurt that I've gathered over the past four years go. And, like, trust myself and my experiences. Jasmine Sullivan's album has really shown me you know I can be many things right like I'm not just Aisha the celibate version or Aisha the hot girl shit version like I'm both of those right and like there's so many different parts of me and I can and my different like my different parts of me can be in conflict with each other but like that's who I am right none of us are just one thing like we have all of these different identities and all of these different experiences that we embody within ourselves what's important is how you deal with that and like how you move through it and like work through it. But another thing is like healing isn't linear. I'm not just healed because I took six months of celibacy, right? Like I'm still going through the healing process. Like I'm still trying to figure out what I want. I'm still trying to figure out how to navigate this. And like that review of Jasmine Sullivan's album said, like we're just trying to do the best we can. I'm just trying to do the best I can. I'm trying to love myself and protect myself and try to not go to the extremes of either so that I can be like at this middle point where I feel empowered enough to go after what I want, but also to know when to let go. Muchas gracias por escuchar. This is Aisha's tale. Um, if you liked it, let me know. Hit me up. But also share it with the homies, share it with your crush, and leave a comment. I'll see y'all next time. Con amor, Aisha.
1: No sentirse bien, es normal, no es delito Estoy viva, manda, necesito Y mientras me curo del corazón Hoy salgo pa'l mar a aprovechar que hay sol Está bien no sentirse bien, es normal, no es delito Y mañana será más bonito Salud, porque tengo a mis padres bien Y a mis hermanitas también Hoy no estoy al 100, pero pronto se me quita Con cervecita y buena musiquita Los panas te visitan Se me van los males Aunque estar mal es normal, todo se vale Que no me falte la salud Ni pa' mí, ni pa' crew Ni que me falte hoy en los instrumentales Ya con eso tengo A veces ya no sé pa' dónde voy Pero no me olvido